victory in every part of our life, Father God. We struggle in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus, Father God. What a wonderful day, wonderful time, Father God. seats. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, today, I will not be sharing. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> because God sent someone, a messenger for us today. He is the person I know for a very long time. Uh, for me, he is a God-fearing man. No, it's a lot of God, someone who has a great conviction, who really stands on his conviction in God. And he was promoted in his work, but still I can see in him that he is very humble. He's a humble person. And he is the uh, assistant pastor of We Are. Uh, we are the, that's not we are the church. <laughs> Living Gospel Joy Peace Church. Living Gospel Joy Peace Church. Yes. Living Gospel Joy Peace Church. Uh, let's together welcome, help me to welcome, we'll run applause, Pastor R Ricardo Gabuli. Actually, he is not just my friend, he is also my relatives. All right, so great afternoon, everyone. <clears throat> so it's good to see you know, my uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord. As mentioned by Pastor Lloyd, no? actually my, my lola no, is a bungabong. No? My, the middle name of my mother no, is bungabong, all the way from uh, Mindanao. I am too, no? is from Mindanao. Uh, so since 2006, 2006, I came here no, in Cebu no, to look for a job after a short stint no, working in Manila. So I just couldn't stand Manila. No? I just couldn't stand Tagalog. No? <laughs> so I decided to move here in Cebu. But praise God. No? Again, a great afternoon to everyone. No? So my respect, of course, no, to Pastor Lloyd and Tora Grace and the rest no, of the leaders, no, my uh, fellow no? Again, my brethren in the Lord here at uh, We Are the Church. Okay, so uh, I am here today, of course. Uh, I'm no expert of the Bible. So to begin with, no, it's, it's, it's not a good introduction. I'm no expert of the Bible. In fact, in time past, even until today, I wrestle with God. I keep on asking God, Lord, why do you always want me to preach? In fact, in time past, no, uh, I find really, you know, uh, the gospel, I mean, the word of God, so complicated, no, to preach. But then again, the word of the Lord says to me, you know, that not by might, not by power, but by God's spirit. So I'm here today, you know, again, a sinner saved by the unmerited favor of God. And 
well, I'm here today, but one thing no, I definitely know and I am proud of is that I really love Jesus. I love God. And that uh, God that I serve really, you know, made a difference in my life. And that started sometime in 2005, you know, when I made a trade you know, to uh, starting you know, a living from a living on my own life to living with Christ. And cut long story short, again, it's a pre wonderful privilege Know, to serve a, our true and living God. Praise God. So <clears throat> let's all pray first as we uh, get to learn together no? as uh, one uh, family. We get to learn and hear no, from the Word of God. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, we just would like to say thank you, O God. Thank you, Lord, because you are so great, O Lord. We really could not measure, O God, Lord, your love for us. And Father, thank you, O God, Lord, in spite of all our sins, our imperfections, so Lord, continue, O Lord, to guide us. You have been sent forth your son, Jesus, to die on the cross, O Lord, to pay the penalty, Lord, that we cannot pay, O God. And thank you, Lord, for this uh, wonderful afternoon, God, that you have gathered us, O Lord, to uh, hear your word, O God, Lord. May your word challenge us this afternoon, O Lord, to continue to pursue you, O God, to continue, O Lord, to fulfill the purposes and your will upon our lives, O God. Bless, O oh God, Lord, our time together, and may you anoint each one of us, O oh God, Lord, even as uh, me, O oh God, Lord, your unworthy servant, O oh God. I'm not worthy, Lord, to preach your word, O oh God, Lord, but with your spirit, O oh God, guiding me, O oh God, may you help us, Lord. Thank you. All glory and honor belongs to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so allow me first. Okay, no, so I mentioned earlier no, that sometime in 2005, no, I, I got saved. No, so I made a trade actually you know, with God to starting living my life together with Him. You know, so speaking of trade, you know, so you're familiar with trade? No? No? <laughs> I believe perhaps some of you, you know, you're into trading or into economics. No? But uh, in economics, we know that uh, trade refers to... Uh, the exchange of goods and services no, between parties. And uh, personally, no, I have the interest in economics. Uh, that is why you know, uh, God has uh, also no, privileged me to study, took up MBA uh, almost uh, sometime in 2010 or 2009. And that, again, no, uh, <clears throat> I just love no, stuff relating to economics, trade, even you know, geopolitics. Talking about economy, you know, GDP, trade imbalance, and all you know, related stuff. But again, back to trade. I believe life is a process of trading one thing for another. Amen? No? We're all given a certain amount of time and ability which we exchange to gain other things, you know, such as money, food, uh, shelter, relationships, leisure, you know, and pleasure. So now half of the year is gone, and it reminds us that we have just exchanged another year, I mean another yeah, uh, six months, half of the year of our lives for something. Now, half of the year. No? Now today is July 10, uh, 11, no? So half of the year is gone. No? So try to take stock no, of 
uh, in the past six months, I believe you have traded something you know, in your life. And sometimes, the bad bargain you make is so pivotal that it uh, somehow affects the rest of your life and even has eternal consequences. So why am I sharing this afternoon uh, talking about trade? Because uh, this past few weeks, probably days, no, uh, my heart is really deeply troubled because even in the midst of the pandemic, I know no, even Christians, no, we're not talking about unbelievers, but even among Christians, they have somehow traded their spiritual heritage to something that is temporary. You know, as we all know, it's incumbent upon Christians not to really fulfill the purposes and the will of God. But sadly, you know, they are, even me personally, I've, I've known a lot of Christians that they have traded their spiritual heritage to something that is, you know, temporary, not eternal. No, it's so sad, no, to see seeing that my heart is really deeply troubled, and that's why, no, I would like to share something, no, in, in light of, of of that, that would somehow challenge us to continue serving the Lord, Amen. Know that yes, these are crucial times. These are not really ordinary times, and yeah, we will continue to challenge ourselves, you know, one another, to really trade for something that is of eternal value, you know. For example, there, there are a lot of people, no, for especially for those who are working in the extreme cases. There are uh, person, no, there are people who decides to trade family time, you no, know, for business or career. No, I myself is a career person. No, I uh, as mentioned by Pastor Lina, I also work. No, I work in the government, and yeah, somehow, without me knowing it, sometimes I get, I tend to get overworked. Sometimes I get I traded my personal time with the Lord to something again, no, for related to work stuff and even on my family time. Now some people even you know, uh, in a way, no, they are married to their jobs. <laughs> I believe so. You you know persons who are like that, no, and a Christian or a Christian leader. Uh, decides to exchange some of his time for sexual pleasures outside of his or her marriage. And that is definitely, you know, a bad bargain. No, that's not a good trade, a bad bargain. You know, trading, you know, again, decides to exchange some of his time for sexual pleasures outside of his or her marriage. No, again, we're talking of Christians. No? Christians, there are a lot of Christians like that. And again, as mentioned earlier, every day we are trading our life and soul for something. You know? So uh, with this pandemic, I believe you, know, you can take stocks of your own life and realize that how fleeting life is. You know, with this COVID, actually with this epidemic, epidemic, right? Pandemic. Uh, uh, but to me, it's epidemic no? because it's epidemic with a passport. No? <laughs> <laughs> it's called pandemic. No? Anyway, no. Uh, uh, personally, I have known, even know, we have known friends who were who succumbed no, to to COVID. No, it's it's so sad. No, so, and as I learned, no, the sudden death of persons whom I know uh, personally, no, I began also to take stock of my own life and see if I have really made a fair or good trade. No, again, from my life. 
to trade for something that is of eternal value. That's why today, no, uh, in light of God's word, we will be learning no, all together and check no, our own life you know, as regards the trade that we make you know, on our own self. And even learning no, also from the uh, Bible characters in, as regards their own trade no, in their life. The trade that we will be doing, you know, again, prospectively, or the trade that we just you know, uh, did in, in time past. Okay, so uh, the first point, again, no, that I would like to share this afternoon is, is that it, it's important no, for us, even as Christians, first to realize no, the reality of hell and the seriousness of sin. In fact, and its consequences. Why are we highlighting sin? Why are we highlighting the reality of hell? Because even you know, among Christians, among Bible-believing you know, Christians, they still trade, you know, again, as mentioned earlier, their spiritual heritage to something that is not eternal, all because they take lightly you know, the reality of hell. And the seriousness of sin. And sin is no joke to God. The Holy Spirit convicts us of the gravity of our sins. And there are, again, my brothers and sisters in the Lord, there are really serious consequences of sin. In fact, we can find no, from the passages in the Bible, no, the list of things which God views as sin. I believe you have you know, in in, in the screen, no, Mark 7, 21. Uh, Mark 7, verses 21 to 22. From, for from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. Galatians 5, 19 to 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, Sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the things like this. First, 1 Corinthians 6, verses 9 to 10. Do not be deceived, neither the sexual, immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers who will inherit the kingdom of God. Now, we don't have to really you know, def define what sin is because, of course, we already understand its definition. However, we need to remind ourselves about its facts, that God hates sin. Sin causes eternal death. It's mentioned in Romans 6.23. Jesus dies for our sin. Amen? Jesus died for your sins, for my sins, that is why God gave His precious Son because of our sins. That's how we should, again, take sin very seriously. You know, we should take sin very seriously. And more so, again, about the reality of hell. Because there are, again, many I've known for myself a lot of good friends you know, who claim themselves as Christians, but they just, again, take the spiritual heritage very lightly. They don't understand the seriousness and the consequences of sins. 
and the reality of hell. Hell is real, no, my friend. Hell is real. No, it's as real as heaven. No, heaven and hell are real. Now, it is for this reason that as Christians, a Christian leader, we should always warn people of sin because they might be comfortable and become happy sinners. Again, we should warn people of sin because they might be comfortable and become happy sinners. That's why even among preachers of the gospel, we should again, no, uh, we should not just be motivational speakers. You know, we should warn people about the reality of hell and the consequences of sin. That's why Charles R. Swindle no, says, and I quote, If heaven is a place of permanence, so is hell. Each is a reality and each is ultimate finality. Each is ultimate finality. The moment you depart from, again, from, from earth, from your mortal body, your relatives you know, cannot change the course of your destiny. No. They cannot, their prayers is no longer as effect. 40 dias, 30 dias. <laughs> they no longer has effect in your eternal destiny. That's why we should warn people. In fact, in Luke chapter 16, verses 19 to 31, we're uh, quite familiar with this no? story from the Bible. It tells a story about uh, the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man and Lazarus. So Jesus teaches here that heaven and hell are both real. No literal places. But sadly, some preachers or Christians shy away from uncomfortable topics such as hell. No, all they want to tell is that God is love. All the, yes, that's true. God is love, but also, you know, God is just. That's why there's you know re, the reality of hell. Re, hell is real. Now we must understand that our earthly pilgrim. We are pil, just simply pilgrims here on earth. Our earthly pilgrim is brief. So don't again trade your relationship with God to earthly pleasures that leads to sin. We need to understand the seriousness of sin and its consequences as well as the reality of hell so that we will always be on our senses, on our toes. God's grace is not cheap. God's grace is not cheap. It cost him his son, Jesus. It cost him his son, Jesus. You know, many a times, sadly, you know, we people only tend to get serious in our walk with God during emergencies. We only tend to get serious with God during emergencies. You know, I remember riding in an airplane and there was a great you know, turbulence. That was the time that I really, you know, confessed, Lord, perhaps I might have sins that I have not confessed before you, Lord, please forgive me. You know, you know during emergencies, you tend to get serious in your walk with the Lord. And I hope every day is an emergency. <laughs> because that's where we tend to get serious no, with God. Amen? No, So, again, uh, let us be reminded about the reality of hell. Don't trade. Don't trade your spiritual heritage to something that is temporary. And I've, 
I know of people, and it's so sad. It's so sad. Well, I'm not saying here, uh, trying to tell you that, you know, trying to make myself clean. I'm also telling you this because at, at a certain point in my life, I have also failed. I have also traded, you know, my spiritual heritage to something that is not, again, so essential. That is not important. So, again, we need to get serious in our walk with God. Now, second point is don't be short-sighted and don't live for instant gratification. If you happen to know about investment, uh, trading, you know, the important part there is long-term. So when you invest into something, that's why they have this uh, term called delayed gratification. So if you want uh, uh, higher gains, so you've got to put it, uh, you have you should have a long term in mind. Uh, that's where the power of compound interest no, is, uh, comes in. Now, the mantra of uh, the new generation no, nowadays, uh, what they call them, the new generation, Gen Z, uh, digital natives, no, digital natives, their mantra is, I want it, I want what I want, and I want it now. No? <laughs> they want instant gratification. And, of course, uh, of course, no, we're also like that. We do not want delayed gratification, which is the opposite, of course, of instant gratification. Now, there's a story in the Bible. Have you heard of Esau? Not the Esau, the food. Huh? <laughs> Esau's life is the story of a man who traded his soul for fleeting pleasure. He sold his birthright, which included not only his material benefits, and family privileges, but spiritual blessings as well. For a bowl of soup. No? In Guadalupe, they have this lamao. No? <laughs> ah, sorry, with me no, is uh, John Prelas, no, from our one of the young people of our church. No? For a bowl of soup, lamao. Kung taga Guadalupe pa to. Now, for a bowl of soup. Now, Genesis 25:34 says, then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentils too, and he ate and drank and arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Now this story shows that if you trade your soul to satisfy your flesh, then you've made a bad deal. No, not a good trade. My friend, living for instant gratification will rob you of spiritual blessings. No, living for instant gratification will rob you of your of your spiritual blessings. So we need to have God's perspective in our life. As you know, Esau's decision was impulsive. No, and yet it probably stemmed from years of disregarding uh, the spiritual things. You know, in short, he lacked God's perspective. He lacked God's perspective. He was not concerned about spiritual matters. He was more concerned that he is so hungry, you know, and the stew, no, the lamao, soup number five, no, <laughs> is so, de so uh, delicious. Now, small and even petty choices in our lives can have drastic consequences. No? Small and petty you know, decisions in our life. We, we tend to mock Esau, but again, at a certain point in our life, we ourselves are like Esau. That small and petty choices in our life can have a drastic consequences. Now, warning, 
don't always flash. They don't always flash, no? Uh, warning, there's a hump ahead, no? or things like that. You know, perhaps a friend would want to offer you to try drugs. No. It's even simple, petty no, choices. Perhaps an occasion, no? Uh, for those who are into relationship, no? Uh, boyfriend and girlfriend relationships. Perhaps, no, there's an occasion where you want to sleep with your boyfriend or girlfriend or cheat on your marriage. No? It's a decision. Or a chance to make a lot of money in a wrong way. No? Instant cash. Drugs, no? Instant money or robbing a bank, no? Or nowadays, no? Digital into hacking. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And often, again, uh, you've got to make a quick decision. No? For those into relationship, quick decision, boyfriend, girlfriend, no? Uh, and go to our house. No, it's late in the evening. You might as well just sleep here. No? You're a Christian. One quick decision may turn around to make or break you. One quick decision. You know, I remember then, no, during my college days, I never really had a God's perspective. No, or to begin with, I don't have God in my life. I got saved in 2005 after graduate after graduating. So during my college, entire college days, I just don't have God. I just live on a daily basis without understanding the repercussions you know, of my actions. Because of the vacuum and emptiness in my heart, you know, I struggled with it. That no matter how, again, I achieve things like that, but I, there seems to be a vacuum. You know, and I struggled with it. And I did a lot of crazy stuff and went haywire, no, so to speak. And I joined at uh, that time. I had two fraternities <laughs> thinking that they might, again, satisfy you know, this emptiness in my heart. You know, uh, one thing, I, I joined something. Most of the fraternities are Greek. You know, it's Alpha, Zeta, something. The other one is I joined uh, International Order of Demole from uh, under Freemasons, you know, so, which I was inspired because Two of my uncles are Freemasons, so things like that. And yeah, life was good, no? LG, life's good. There were perks. <laughs> there were perks. No, again, having, being part of that, it was cool, no? Especially with the perks, with the perks, but again, it still did not satisfy me. No, it still did not satisfy me. I remember then. Because again, I I grew up again without guidance, also no counsel from my parents. I, I live you know away from my parents. That's why now, because I was looking for something that could truly really satisfy me, I again indulged myself in those activities, you no know, joining this and that. And apart from joining fraternities, then uh, of course you no know, uh, back then in Mindanao, especially you no. Know, where most businessmen are Freemasons. So you get, you know, again, the perks traveling, you know, in the islands. And and there was a point in my life as well because 
yeah, I think in Uzamis, you know, the Paruhinogs, no? Koratong. So, uh, the mayor, the one who died, late mayor, was the Ninong of my first degree cousin. And the vice mayor who was now jailed was uh, at a, I think, two subjects. Yeah, she was my classmate, no? So, in a way, she was two or three years my senior. Uh, cut long story short, uh, again, life was good. It's, it was cool. Uh, I have two, again, uh, fraternity, fraternity brothers who are, uh, <clears throat> in a way, their fathers are dragon in, in short, drug lords in Uzami. So we try to engage ourselves into business. We are businessmen. No? So we sell drugs in Pagadian, students from Ateneo de Cagayan, <laughs> MSUIIT. So life was good. No, <laughs> Life was good. But I did not, again, personally sell, but we tried to use other people. No. So to, uh, to use the power of, you know, money. But <clears throat> at that time, yes, I had temporary happiness. But still, it did not satisfy the longings of my heart. And then later on, a uh, few months after, I joined again another group. No. This time, Makibaka, Makibaboy. I joined Anakbaya, no, joined uh, that time, no, uh, attending, no, the, uh, if you're familiar with San Lacas, no, those things who are now being red tag, you know, I met with uh, uh, Karapatan, Kilusang Magbubukid ng Pilipinas, no, uh, those things, because that's where also my inclinations are at that time, you know, again, uh, politics and all those sort of things, and also trying to make my, trying to make also a difference uh, for my country. At that time, that was my thinking. But uh, at the end of the day, it still did not satisfy me. So I, my life then was, I don't know, I could not describe it. It was like crazy. It, you know, it was a mess. You know, it was really a mess. I was, again, living for instant gratification. And if I died that time, then you would know where will I go. No. That's why I'm telling you this, that we don't really have to live for instant gratification. We need to have God's perspective. And it is for that reason that right now, no, I am privileged also enough by God to also mentor. I have a small group you know, with the young people. You know, so to really impart to them also God's perspective. That I'm also sharing them you know, my life that it's important, even as young as even as senior high school, junior high school, and up to college, that it's important to really have God in their lives. No, because I, I don't want them you know, to uh, experience the crazy things that I experienced in time past. No, so, and after you know, I, I had those experiences, uh, again, God in His amazing way made a way then I came to realize that it was God that I needed. You know, until I surrendered my life to Jesus, and that's where I came to realize that, yeah, time passed, I really made a bad deal. That was not a good trade. You know, trading my, my soul to something that is uh, temporary. You know, a really bad decision. And Another uh, character in the Bible, you know, if you know of Moses, you know, 
uh, not your neighbor, uh, Moses. Huh? <laughs> Moses is one good example of some who walked by faith and not by sight, which is contrary to, again, our culture, which is sight-driven. Now, he lived by faith and not by sight. Moses chose to endure the hardships of pilgrimage with God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of Egypt. In Hebrews 11.27, no, it says he left Egypt seeing him who is unseen, meaning uh, finding God, no, seeing God. Now, of course, we are all too familiar with the story of Moses. No, he's part, again, part of the uh, royal family you know, of Egypt. The treasures of Egypt's, Egypt are tangible, but the greater riches are intangible. No, they cannot be seen, but are priceless. No, so that's uh, the mindset no, of Moses. Of course, it started, of course, with the, the call of God. No, touch. He was really touched by God. No, Moses said, "Not touch, good go." No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, according to G.F. Knight, I don't know him, no, by the way. <laughs> if he had remained a member of the Egyptian society, he would be remembered today only as a name tag to an Egyptian mummy in the British Museum or in Museo Sugbu, no? in M.J. Quinko. <laughs> no? Again, if he had remained a member of the Egypt Egyptian society, he would be remembered today only as a name tagged on Egyptian mummy in the British Museum. No, but Moses really had a long term in mind. He was not short-sighted. And as a believer, no, don't live for today, my friends. No, don't live for today. I have also so many reasons. In fact, no, even as a Christian, I I often ask God, Lord. Sometimes it's it's so tiring, no, serving the Lord in the ministry, especially with you, you know, with Cebuanos are so stubborn, no, <laughs> Pinoy is so stubborn, no, and even though as a Christian, no, you get to experience no, what Jesus experienced, no. Sometimes uh, you get mocked, no, uh, falsely accused. It's it's so tiring, but somehow again, the Spirit of the Lord also comforted me. It, and it's the same spirit that will also comfort you whenever you are down or whenever you feel like quitting. That we should fix our eyes on things unseen. Now, the eternal reward of our God in heaven. Now, the eternal reward of our God in heaven. Now, the moment you enlisted yourself to become part of God's family, remember, you and I are called to make disciples of Jesus Christ. Now, and that's uh, the great great commission. And the great commandment is of the Lord of God, no? and then love your neighbors. You have to love your neighbors who keeps backbiting you. In in Cebuano, naglibak, sige yung panglibak na to. Dili na lang, ilifront, libak, pero may... Your neighbors, no. But again, that's God's calling for you and me as a Christian. The moment you enlisted yourself to become part of God's family, you no, know, we are called to make disciples. Disi not disciples of Pastor Lloyd, no. Disciples of 
Jesus Christ. And we are to love our neighbor. That's why even as a church, we continue to do you know, even simple things, remarkable difference in our society. No, we invite people, no? like this one, no? we invite kids no? in our community because Jesus loves them as well. No? And I want you also no, to continue to uh, fulfill God's purposes and will for your life because it is God's will for you to make disciples and to love your neighbors. And I understand, again, at times that we would rather be in our comfort zone rather than moving out. In fact, what you're doing today you know, is really a good trade. You could have just stayed you know, at the comfort probably comfort of your condominiums, of your respective palaces, you know, watching Netflix. So my trending on Netflix no? or scrolling social media. <laughs> you know, you could be you know, in your respective places, but you're really doing a good trade you know, by coming here today, spending time, of course, with your fellow believers and followers and uh, serving God no, in, in any capacity, in, in right in this fellowship. Now, uh, again, it's, at times we would rather be in our comfort zone rather than moving out, rather than reaching out for Jesus. Now, reaching the unreached, Loving the unlovable. Grabbing a taas, no? But of course, with God's help, no, we can make it. The temptation to just go with the flow and spend your time and energy on worldly pleasures are strong. No? The temptation to just go with the flow and spend your time and energy on worldly pleasures are strong. But again, take heart. No? Because God is with you. And in fact, even no, among Christians, yes, uh, the temptation no, is really uh, strong all the more. No? Because uh, Satan, for, for those who are serving the Lord, uh, you have to understand that Satan will be sending out his special forces <laughs> no, to, to really tempt you, no, to really distract you in, in serving no, the, the King of Kings. So, in life, you know, we ultimately have to make an important decision. A choice of two masters. Master of this world or Jesus as your master. Would you trade Jesus for the master of this world? No, who can give you instant pleasures? Yes, there are so many pleasures out there. No, there are so many pleasures. During night time, you go to Mango no? <laughs> and have a good time. No? <laughs> uh, mm, so uh, people really find ways no, to really enjoy. <laughs> no? So, yeah, there are many no? uh, pleasures of this world that can give you instant, again, uh, uh, happiness. But as a believer, father of Christ, we should choose to the one who can really give us uh, eternal, long-term uh, pleasures and goals. Amen? So, never trade. That's why even um, among uh, Christians, I'm telling you know, some of uh, within, even within my move group, 
we, uh, we we call our our small group move groups no, so because uh, a lot of young people it's an, an undeniable fact now that uh, they tend to get again uh, indulge themselves not too much on social media even ourselves that can even take you know, the instead of you know, spending time with the Lord you now we we no longer have again at the end of the day we no longer have time to uh, spend with the Lord because we are so glued you know, to social media to our phones you know, so it's again it's a warning you know, to all not just for the young people but even for us you know. so at one time you know, uh, there was a point in my life that I was so glued no to gadgets no I didn't realize it's already two or three three o'clock in the morning and then every 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 uh, uh during prayer meeting and normally my request would be of course no, good health then the lord keeps on uh, prompting me <laughs> he keep asking for good health but yet you are not disciplined enough you know gusto ka good health but then, sige ka gabilar diha, alas dos, alas tres in the morning, no? Sige lang kuha niya, scroll. No? So, it's, it's, it's a warning, no? Uh, wrong priorities. Now, the third point that we would like to uh, be sharing with you this afternoon is identifying the essential. We have to identify the essential. The word essential no, is really familiar, especially during this pandemic, no? We have essential workers, no? <laughs> Especially during lockdown, no? Katong mga open na, mga essentials. Ah, modern, no? <laughs> now, Esau, no, back to Esau, thought that he needed food, which, again, sounds like essential. He needed food because he was so hungry. So, it sounds essential, but it is not. His essential need was to obey God and seek His purpose. Spiritual matters were nice, but not necessary for Esau, it's so, which is so unfortunate. Now, for him, spiritual matters were nice, but not necessary. So he traded his soul for a bowl of soup, his birthright. Same thing with the Israelites to whom Moses led out of Egypt. He, uh, they left Egypt and headed for the promised land. That was God's promise for them. But God had taken them a detour. So, so you remember the story? God's taking them a detour. To t for Again, God is teaching them something. And, of course, we know the story that they grumbled, no? non-stop complaining. No? Sounds like oh, familiar, no? Murag Pinoy, no? <laughs> uh, complaining, grumbled, no? Sa una, sige pangitag vaccine. Karun, na vaccine, reklamo murag hapo, no? <laughs> The governments are doing, but then again, again, no, we are, of course, we're just human beings, not just like the Israel are human beings, just like us, because we have again the sinful nature. So back to the story, no, they thought that they needed water, food, shelter, and protection from their enemies, which is again, uh, on its face, no, they are uh, essentials. Which, by the way, again, no, uh, uh, consider at that time, no, uh, very no, important in their. Day-to-day uh, -day activity you know, as they traveled. They even wanted to go back to Egypt. So remember the story? They even wanted to go back to Egypt. At least in Egypt, they have food, rations. So they were willing to give up their spiritual heritage 
of God's promise. But God has promised them, no? They did the promised land in order to gain the comforts they lacked. No? So it's which is so sad, no? They are, in a way, were willing to give up their spiritual heritage and God's promises. So each one of us also needs to think carefully in what is really essential in our life, you know, in light of God's word. We have to remember, my friend, that God's word or God's truth is over and above our own opinions and feelings. God's truth is over and above our own opinions and feelings. At times, now our ideas of essentials are mixed up. That's why we work no, around the clock. No, even for especially for working. No, we have to remind her. That's why my wife, uh say awaya Sometimes uh, sa, in my work, I tend to when I'm overtime, but makalimot na ko nga, city So I, I'm also being reminded no, that we work round the clock. Sometimes it ruins the marriage and the relationship, all for the reason that we need we needed to provide for the family. No, we needed for the family, and in a way, no, it's because it's essential also no, to pr- provide for the family. But we sometimes uh, get it mixed up, so we have to be reminded. And nothing wrong with it, no per se, but. It will ruin your relationship and marriage. Then, uh, I think we all got it wrong. No, we all got it wrong. So we s- we spend hours on social media or online games. Now until we hours, but we don't have time to nurture our soul or serve the Lord. No, so ouch also for me, no. <laughs> Spend time, no? During wee hours, lang, kadlaw na, sige, liga po, no? Facebook, Instagram, no? Or for those who are into NBA, no? Watching mga news until we hours. But when it comes to, when it, when it comes to our time with the Lord, prayer time, Lord, thank you for today. Amen. No? <laughs> no? Or in our devotional times, a devotion at sa notebook, copy-paste lang sa uh, Sometimes, copy-paste na lang. Lord, thank you. You are, then that's it. <laughs> you don't have more, more time not to really to listen to the Lord. No? So, that's why as mentioned earlier, no, sometimes we even ask God in our prayers and in prayer meetings no, for God to give us good health. No? But we keep on, again, Engage, we engage ourselves no, to other worldly things until we ours, which is, again, not good. No? So we endanger our health, physical as well as our spiritual life. For others, to drugs, no, to drinking, sexual promiscuity. No, in short, trading our spiritual heritage for feeling good right now activities. For feeling good right now. So, now, my friend, no, it's the time also to ask yourself, what am I trading for? Am I trading my soul for the joy of the Lord, for temporary happiness, for lustful uh, pursuits, for things which I thought are essentials? Now, remember, we only have, we only get one shot in the race of life. One shot in the race of life. 
we need to make sure that we're not wasting our lives by running in the wrong race. Stop trading your soul for the wrong things. Now, personally, I resolve to myself that with God's grace and with prayers, I shall continue to serve God with every ounce of energy He has given me in any capacity. Now, even in the past, now, I was really so happy, so blessed uh, to be part of God's family. You know, John 1.12 Yet to those who believe in His name, or to did uh, receive Him, believe in His name, He gave them the right to become children of God. The moment I became part of God's family, even back then, I was really happy. In fact, I am so satisfied just being a projectionist and as a projector. Even that, that because that's my way of serving the Lord. No, I don't. I'm not really. In fact, with the titles, I I'm not really into that stuff. No, but serving the Lord in any capacity, I am just so. Uh, to, for to me, no, it's simply enough. No? That's why with every ounce of energy that we have, we'll just continue to serve God. Continue to serve God. Even as a church, sometimes it's good also to ask ourselves, are we living to serve the purposes of God? As a church, are we living the purposes of God? Are we meeting or are we moving? Are we just conducting service or making a remarkable difference in the lives of people in our community? So if we trade for something that will further the cause of Christ you know, by living out God's purposes and will you know, in, in blessing the nations you know, through Jesus Christ, then we will be eternally blessed. Now, this afternoon, allow me to pray for us. Perhaps God is, uh, is telling you right now you know, to be mindful you know, of your relationship with Him or perhaps your, tr your personal trade. Perhaps a certain point in your life that you want to trade God for something else. Now may this message this afternoon challenge you to continue to serve God. Continue to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, you might want also not to ask forgiveness to our dear God. For at times, you have tra traded Him you know, to social media, to perhaps your, your hobbies, or to anything. Ask forgiveness from the Lord. Hallelujah. Lord God, we come to you this afternoon, O oh Lord, asking for forgiveness, O oh God. That we know, God, in you know, Lord, you know our hearts, O oh God, Lord, that oftentimes we have traded you, God. We haven't made you, Lord, the first priority, and we ask for forgiveness. And, O oh God, this afternoon, Lord, I recommit myself, O oh God, Lord, enlighten my my vision, O oh God, Lord. Give me the focus, O oh God, Lord, to fix my eyes on you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Even as a church, O oh Lord, help us, O oh God, to continue to serve your purpose, to live out for you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless, O oh God, my brothers and my sisters, Lord. Even for me, O oh God, Lord, help me, God. 
to fulfill your purposes you have for me, for my life, and for my fr my brothers and sisters here, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your glorious, powerful, matchless, and mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pastor Rick. Let's give Pastor Rick a grand applause. Praise God. Uh, earlier, I, I didn't know what Pastor Rick will share today. But I asked God for a message for His church, for us. God gave me a vision. I was looking at the, you know, underwater. I was underwater, but I did not grasp the breath. I was just underwater and the water was so clear. Then it was near the, you know, the bank. I saw a sheep it's looking at me. So uh, I was asking, Lord, Lord, what is, what is your message? I don't understand. I can see clearly that the sheep was looking at me. I was looking at the sheep. Now, now after the message of Pastor Rick, now I understand that church, God is telling us, and just don't forget this, that everything we do, God is watching us. It's either you make, you trade yourself for the goodness for the will of God or you trade ourselves to sin God is watching us and the sheep did not blink his eyes he's just watching and the the next image I saw is that people are running there's I don't understand there's a lot of people running towards the door towards the door I believe that this message is for us church that if we stay away from sin and obey God to be a holy people of God. God will bring us growth. We don't just stay here, but we are going. We are meeting every Sunday, I don't know, every week, every Bible study. We are meeting, our meetings will not just a simple Bible study. But it is a life-changing meeting. And it's not staying, but it's going. And it's growing. Let me pray. In the response of Pastor Rick's message today. And the 
vision that God has given to us. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Thank you for your message. I believe it's very timely, oh God, that Satan may tempt us in every ways, but your spirit, God, is here to empower us Christians to say no to sin. And I pray, oh Father God, Lord, will not just trade our time and waste our time, oh Father God, Lord. And the things that distract us, oh God, help us to be fervent in our studying your word, in our devotion, oh God. Help us to be fervent, oh God, in our prayers, oh Father God, Lord. Help us not to have just a shopping list of prayers, oh God. But God, help us to hear you, Father God, Lord, speaking to us, Father God. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, oh Father God, Lord, you will continue, oh Father God, Lord, to work in each one of us, oh God, especially for the leaders, oh Father God, Lord, in this church, oh God. Lord, I pray for your anointing, oh Father God, Lord, that flows into this place, oh Father God, Lord, touch everyone, oh Father God, Lord. Lord, help us to walk, Lord, with in the vision that you have given to us, Father God, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Also, uphold to your pastoring, oh Father God, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name that you continue to touch him, oh Father, protect him. Cover him with your precious blood, oh Father God, Lord. And I pray, oh God, that you will be with him, bless his family, together with Pastor Cheryl and Sander, oh Father God, Lord. And I pray that you will bless Sander with good health, oh Father God, Lord. Lord, let her body, oh Father God, Lord, allow her to fight the virus, whatever virus, oh Father, cause him to, to be sick, oh Father God, Lord. I pray for the wholeness of his body in Jesus' name. Even today, right now, I'm God is, I can sense in me that there's someone here that needs prayer of healing. Maybe here or someone is watching right now online. in Jesus' name that you will be released from every suffering every suffering that you have experienced right now I release you in the name of Jesus you are free from the suffering you are healed right now in Jesus' name in Jesus' name I pray Amen Thank you, church. Let's give God a round of applause. Praise God. And before I forget, let's welcome uh, John Prehill. <laughs> Sorry, John Prehill. He is uh, one of the young people, as Pastor said, Pastor Rick said. I, when I saw him, he's just this big. He came to church, but now he's very tall. Praise God. Thank you for coming for accompanying Pastor Rick. 
Uh, before I forget, uh, we have uh, for your tithes and offering, you can put your tithes and offering. You have the box there. And also we have, an, for those who are online who are not able to come here to the church, you can give your tithes and offering to this bank account, uh, our East-West bank account. And also, would like to invite you next Sunday, the same time, 2 p.m. And it's better if you can come here earlier so we can have a short fellowship with you so we can know you better. Thank you and God bless and have a great uh, week, days ahead. God bless you. Amen.